I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Dream Factory, a weekly podcast where we pitch your movie ideas against our substantially superior cinematic masterpieces. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where we'll have it etched on a single grain of rice, place it in a single random bag of microwavable Uncle Ben's rice, and hope that it's bought by a Hollywood exec <laughs> and examined under microscope <laughs> before being microwaved. I'm Joel Grove, a man who puts the ace in contraception, and across from me is John, a man so politely French that he knows how to play an accordion, but doesn't. Hello, John. Or do I? Because I refuse to play. So you're just claiming it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can play an accordion. I'm French. But wouldn't do it, though. Right, I know, I don't want to go off on a tangent immediately, but the man who puts the ace in contraceptive, we need to talk about this quickly. Firstly, brilliantly sly. I didn't, is the word ace in contraception? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Second, contraception is ace. Wear protection. Yeah. At all times. <laughs> just in case. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. So just, I always wear protection. <laughs> well, yeah, if you didn't, <laughs> you wear nothing but protection, which is the real issue in recording a podcast. What do you mean? You're just wearing nothing but a condom. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Always wear protection, and if it makes life easier for men, always have an erection. I was going to say, have they ever, has anyone ever used the slogan, if you've got an erection, always use protection? Because <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't, oh. you're welcome. There we go. Right, so we need to pitch some movies, John. What's the first suggestion? I've got a suggestion here from Beth, a very wise suggestion. A universe where car movement don't relate to the movement of steering wheels. I think that's every film ever, though, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in um, ye olde green screen films. Yeah. Where they're just wildly steering about the place and the car's just (laughs) maintaining a straight line. Or an alternate universe where people still drive like that, but the cars actually do that. So all the roads, the cars are just losing their fucking (laughs) mind. Just like going from A to B. There's a lot of accidents in this universe. I like the sound of that. Or do the steering wheels in the universe actually do something altogether different from outside the car. <laughs> what do you mean? So that it's not actually directly related to the wheels at all. 
but you know, doing something else somewhere else. <laughs> a universe where buttons weren't invented, so everything's steering wheels. Yeah. So like you're typing on your keyboard, but it's just a massive steering wheel that you have to turn to get the letters. You know, like on an old phone when you have to like turn the thing round. But it's just everything's a massive fucking steering now, wheel. Now, mate, those old phones. <laughs> yeah. How do they work? What do you mean? I think you know what I mean. How do they work? And at which point do you know you've dialed a wrong number? When when the other when the wrong person picks up, so you get the the digit that you want. You put it all the way to the bottom. Let go. Let it reset. Then you get to your second digit. Let go all the way to the bottom. Let go. Let it reset. Have you ever used one? Yeah. No. When my grandparents have one. Have. Uh, I think they've got rid of it recently. Well, they replaced it with <laughs> cup and a string. <laughs> Just a horn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so my grandparents' home number has always had very low digits in it. It's got a co- I'm going to do these in the wrong order, but it's got these numbers in, 202122. Do you reckon they've kept that forever and transferred it because it would have been so easy to dial on the old star phone? That's the thing. Maybe? You know how like there's some they well, I don't know if this is a thing anymore because it's probably not prime real estate, but how some phone numbers were much more sought after. No, more like numbers. Like um license like, plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. You spent to buy mobile numbers for quite a lot of money. Oh, seven 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 yeah. seven seven. Yeah. Is that one? Do you think there is that? I don't know. Probably. Because if you if I had that, if rather than going O oh, seven like I wouldn't go O oh, ten seven. seven. So I'd go O oh, seven seven. Yeah, that's what you're doing it. Seven seven. Wait, let me just check it. Seven seven. Seventy seven. Uh and how many people would believe you? No none of them. No, no, then you'd have to. Then oh, it'd be be a great like little icebreaker with people, and then you'd be like, and then they'd call you, and you'd be like, see, yeah, that's me. I'm that guy. I'm the guy with the most expensive phone number in the world. Or oh seven six five four three two one two three four. That's good. Is that? I think that might have been too many digits. Who knows? But anyway, so in this universe, what that's replaced with a steering wheel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everything is a steering wheel. Everything that is a button or a switch is a steering wheel. Yeah. How do light switches work? Turn them left <laughs> for on, say, right for off. Yeah. I was, I, for a second there, listener, I just mimed a steering wheel. Like, like a, as if Joel got, oh, yeah, yeah. A PlayStation controller is just a load of little steering wheels you have to turn. <laughs> That's quite and fun. And it's fine for Forza. It's fine for Forza. Oh, it's, if anything, better. <laughs> but for FIFA, you're in real trouble. You are in big trouble. I only know video games that begin with the letter F. Such as? Another one? FIFA, Forza... Oh, can you think of any? Yeah, I can think of loads, mate. Serious? Football manager. Ah, <laughs> flip off. That's a good one. <laughs> I love that game. Three, two, one. Flip, flip off! Ah, <laughs> oh, you just beat me. Love flip off. Such a good game. <laughs> uh, I got this one in an email from a man called Tim. And oh, he says, okay. no country for old men. It's a dystopian future where OAPs are banned from listening to Dolly Parton. <laughs> That's pretty good. Now, what? Uh, first question: What's so bad about that? What the old people can't listen <laughs> yeah, to country? Yeah, because when you get to a certain age, just all you want to fucking listen to. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Jolene, imagine J- Jolene, Jolene. Imagine if you couldn't listen to Jolene. Yeah, I'd be delighted, mate. How many times <laughs> in my life do you think I've had the song Jolene sung at me? Go on. It's more than that. No, it's more than that. 
It's more than any number you've ever previously Upwards thought of. Upwards of seven. <laughs> well, steady on. <laughs> Six and a half. Oh. <laughs> you interrupted someone. I'd be delighted to see the back of the song, Jolene. I, I'd want to be in some sort of ageing chamber to bring that on faster. So is there, is there like a situation where they're being smuggled out of that country to a country where Dolly Parton can be freely listened to? What about Dolly Parton? What is she doing? This Record part? sales are through the floor in that country. But she, can all, she all her perform? gigs are just full of youngsters. Well, but can she perform? Yeah, she's no a, AP. Yeah, yeah, but she's not a man. Oh yeah, sorry. So wives Old can like men. have private headphone time to listen to Dolly. <laughs> And their husbands just look on sadly. And then you'll get like um, a woman like, you know, finally cracking and giving her husband one earphone so they can share it. Police straight in. SWAT team. Shoot him dead. (laughs) Just shot dead. And you can hear Dolly still playing through the headphones. (laughs) That's brutal. Yeah. It's one of her big hits that isn't um, 9 to 5 or Jolene. Which one is it? Uh, She's had lots of songs that have been covered by other people and made more famous, hasn't she? Yeah. And what about the one where, if you want the rainbow, you've got to part with the rain? Love it. Yeah. Good line, that. I don't really know how it concludes. Uh, well, I think it is like a kind of Shawshank Redemption end where two of the old men who are our um, protagonists end up on an island and they've got nothing. They're starving to death. Mm-hmm. But they start singing Dolly Parton to each other. <laughs> they look at each other and smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the vulture comes and pecks their eyes out. <laughs> they keep singing. <laughs> um, we've had a suggestion from Luke. Uh, and he said, every Adam Sandler movie. That's on my list. Is in a cinematic universe. That's on my list. No way. The Adam Sandler cinematic universe. Yeah, so the ASCU. Yeah. That's right. It sounds like a university you'd lie about going to on your CV. And you know what links them? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, okay. Rob Schneider is the same character in all of them. Okay, cool. So I was wondering how it would go. I was wondering, would um, Adam Sandler, uh, would they actually take place like chronologically and Adam Sandler is in everything, but it's the same Adam Sandler, or were there loads of Adam Sandlers? But you're saying there's just one Rob Schneider and he's everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so there's lots of Adam... Right, you're telling me this. So when there's is, lots when of different happening? characters who look exactly like Adam Sandler and, and they're all, when are they happening? Rob Schneider. When are they happening? Simultaneously. Throughout Rob Schneider's life. <laughs> yeah. And he's just getting into all kind of scrapes. Well, no, the same kind of scrape over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Right, and he's he's onto this, right? He's he's absolutely onto this. Well, Schneider he's, knows what he's doing. Schneider knows that there's some sort of weird situation. Well, so he's going around the world with people a that look like Adam Sandler. bunch of Adam Sandler doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets there, he's too nervous. And all he can say is, you can do it! That's all, he, <laughs> that's all he can physically say. But what he wants to say is, you've got a fucking bunch of doppelgangers around the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that, maybe <laughs> that was a good impression. Maybe you can do it! Yeah. Um, is, is like the, the phrase that, it's like a sleeper cell for people that look like Adam Sandler. And that immediately yeah. cast them in his next, their next project. <laughs> you've got it. That's... Oh, no, hang on, because that means they're movies within the movie and they're, they're knowing. I like the idea that no. um, all of these adventures are happening, like the fucking water boy and don't mess with the Zohan are actually happening like across the world. Yeah. And Rob Schneider's just an opportunistic lunatic who just wants to ride on the coattails of all these people that look like Adam Sandler. No, he's not. He is a hardworking journalist trying to break this. <laughs> no one else will believe him. There's so many Adam Sandlers everywhere. So he's going slowly he, more and more He crazy. wants to get to the bottom of who the real Adam Sandler is because no one's spoken to the real Adam Sandler in 30 years. In 1989, Adam Sandler made 30 clones of himself. <laughs> and since then, Rob Schneider's been trying to find the real Adam Sandler. And he believes that the way 
to break this is by screaming you can do it at opportune moments yeah, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. I, I really want to work out what he thinks that's going to achieve but there's definitely something in it look who are we to question his genius there's definitely method behind his madness so what happens at the end when, when Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider are in their 80s yeah they finally lift the lid on this yeah, they, so it's like Adam Sandler's making like his 40th movie for Netflix, who, who now, Netflix are now so indebted to Adam Sandler that it's just become a place for Adam Sandler films. So Rob Schneider's essentially just chasing um, Adam Sandler around the Netflix directory. There's no, there's no room for any other content now. Like Stranger Things in the third series becomes fronted by Adam Sandler. <laughs> Everything is Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler becomes president in House of Cards. Like he and just, in the real world. Yeah, he just... Oh, fuck. I like this because... Adam Sandler's been getting bigger and bigger via the medium of all these weird characters in this universe, but yeah. also in the real world. So he's kind of trumping us, I guess is one way to put it. Yeah. And the only person who's seen through this thing is Rob Sch- Schneider. But he's unable to say anything other than you can do it. Because of... fear. No, because Adam Sandler put a curse on him when he witnessed the cloning. Yes! There you go. The entire film is the whole of Adam Sandler's life from Rob Schneider's point of view. Amazing. I think that's the one. That's the, yeah. We'll see if we can right, squeeze see you later, out. guys. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, so I've got uh, another idea. This is like an extended franchise Um with more kind of origin stories and spin-off characters and stuff. It was a one-liner, well, one-worder, two-worder from Chris, and it's just Dr. Doolittle. He doesn't feel like there was enough Dr. Doolittle, and it wasn't explored to the nth degree. Like, he wants, like, an aquatic version of Dr. Doolittle where he's chatting to sharks. He wants more Avery kind of stuff going on. Um, he basically wants Dr. Do a lot. <laughs> I think, here's another one, in the Dr. Doolittle universe, are we, are we imagining Eddie Murphy? The Dooniverse. Are we imagining Eddie Murphy or are there other doctors, the family? Does the family talk to animals? Yeah, there are other doctors, but they're all played by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> this is a mixture of like Norbit. And also, and and also every animal, every animal is motion capture Andy Serkis. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Eddie Murphy in a suit. <laughs> Eddie Murphy in a suit. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like Andy Serkis has to learn to become an ant, yeah. an orca. Name your favourite animal. 
Yeah, that. <laughs> Komodo dragon. Somewhere between a meerkat and a penguin, probably. Yeah. Well, hang freakish on. animal. <laughs> hang on, are you saying that's your, your favourite animal is somewhere between a meerkat and a penguin? That's not an animal. <laughs> Right. What's your favourite food? Ah, somewhere between a burger and a banana. So I'm thinking this is we're talking like, you know, phase three of the um of the Doctor Doolittle cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty far down the line. They've discovered life on Mars. And they right. have to send out Eddie Murphy. Yep. To talk to the aliens. To talk to aliens. Yeah, that's a good point. Arrival, they wasted so much time like trying to translate what the aliens were saying. Should have just sent Eddie Murphy there. He probably could translate. Oh, I wish Eddie Murphy was in arrival. <laughs> That'd be great. You know what? I'm not sure between between the Adam Sandler cinematic universe and the Doctor Do universe. Yeah, I'm not sure which is good. I've actually got this isn't this isn't a. Uh, there could totally be an Eddie Murphy extended universe. Uh, actually, it, this potentially could Doctor Doolittle could help me on this one because mm-hmm. I've been thinking of a film for a little while now. This is just one film by itself, no franchise. Um, Bob Marley and me. <laughs> Right. So Jennifer Aniston and I can't remember his name. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, thank you. Uh, get a new dog because I think the other one died. I haven't actually seen that film. Apologies okay. for spoilers. Yeah, yeah. And through a hilarious sequence <laughs> of events, they discover it's a it's reincarnated, it's a reincarnated soul of Bob Marley. <laughs> How do they find that out? Doctor Doolittle. What, what? So the dog's acting weird. So they get Eddie Murphy in, and Eddie Murphy speaks to it turns to Owen Wilson and Jennifer Addison and says, your dog's the reincarnated soul of Bob Marley. And what do they do with that information? <laughs> it'd, be really, it'd be really controversial as well, because uh, Bob Marley will be played by Eddie Murphy, <laughs> doing a terrible <laughs> impression. Oh, no, sorry, Andy Serkis. <laughs> Andy Ser- <laughs> so Andy Serkis is playing Bob Marley, who is a dog. Yeah. If anyone can do it, he can do it. What do you think? I mean, what do you mean, what do I think? What, what can I say? Yes. It doesn't matter what I think. This is just from your mad mind. What do you think? It's obviously shit. It's clearly... Right, if you saw in the box office... Bob Marley and me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. What do you mean? If I saw in the box office, what? I'd go, yeah. Four tickets. To Bob Marley and me. Uh, no. <laughs> Do you think we've got a, our entrance into Hollywood yet, or do you think we need to to sift through a couple more? Uh, I'd like to pitch you a personal project. Go for it, Joel. Passion projects are always the worst. Yeah, so here we are. Hence Bob Marley. And me. Hence Bob Marley and me. You've been banging that door, banging that drum for years. You want to do a scene-by-scene scene recreation of Marley and me, but the whole time the dog is the reincarnated soul of Bob Marley, but you don't know until a card at the end. <laughs> Was it just face to back? Like text, you know, like yeah, texting yeah, yeah. something. Owen Wilson went on to, you know, have a great <laughs> career. So Joe Radisson. Oh, by the way, the dog was the reincarnated soul of Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> That's how all movie twists should be done. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know until it just says it in was, black and white text. He was dead all along. <laughs> Yeah, the sixth sense just ends. And then before the credits roll, it just says, he was dead all along. And then people be like, oh, that tw- I didn't see that twist coming. Because of course you didn't see the twist coming. Because it's literally just written on a cut black bit of card at the end. Imagine Planet of the Apes. They don't show the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> by the way, that was Earth. By the way, that all took place on Earth. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we've just broken Hollywood in two. Right, so my, my passion project is a, it's a cinematic universe of every movie that takes place in a really confined space. And all of them are happening within a five by five kilometre square. Right. But no one in any of the movies is aware of it. So, like. <laughs> and neither is the viewer until the black at the end. By the way, this is in the combined movie universe. Wait for the end credit scene to see a so, bit of phone booth. <laughs> so, phone booth with Colin Farrell, right? Yeah. He's on the phone the whole movie. He doesn't realise that Ryan Reynolds is buried in a coffin beneath him. <laughs> Have you ever seen those pranks where they get like a Chinese restaurant and they call and do the order and then they um, go, oh, can you repeat the order? And then put on the other line another Chinese restaurant. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It gets confused. They put Ryan Reynolds well, on the phone to, to Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> All the while, saws happening in a factory next door. <laughs> and Tom Hanks is also on a beach. Is that a confined space, strictly speaking? Well, the island is cast away on. Mm, okay. I'd say that's pretty confined, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Rear window. Yep. That's also happening there. So all of these movies are taking place literally within like three blocks of streets. What about like a chamber piece? Like a f- like one that takes place in one room, not because they're forced in that room. They're just by chance. They're just like, yep. I can't think for the life of me of a single chamber piece. Twelve Angry Men. Thank you. Yeah. Twelve Angry Men. That's they can also leave. happening. <laughs> they yeah. can leave. They can leave. They, they don't leave. Not to. <clears throat> if they were to leave, they'd see Colin Farrell in a phone booth immediately outside the courtroom. So they're all happening all at once. It's basically a cinematic universe on the smallest amount of space possible. Are we opening the cinematic universe with one film that kind of just explains, oh, by the way, every film you've ever seen before that took place in one room happened at the same happened time? Happened in this place, yeah. And then we continue with some new ones. Yeah, maybe we can do that, yeah. No? No, I want to retroactively insert a scene into all of the ones before. And have we got, have we got I don't know, maybe a journalist? <laughs> What, what, what's trying that to break it, he's trying to break it open he's break what open that loads of people are in small spaces in this land yeah so so um, what happens did you bring up you buried you've brought up buried haven't you yeah Ryan Reynolds, right so the detective on the other side of the line mm-hmm. I, I don't know who played it in the film no it doesn't matter it's Rob Schneider it's Rob Schneider yeah <laughs> right uh, Ryan's like I need to get out of this coffin so, so what's Rob only- say he says, I've got, I've got a lot on my plate right now. I've got a man in a phone booth. No, John, I don't think you're understanding. Sorry. Ryan Reynolds is in this coffin. He needs some motivation about how <laughs> to get out. And what does he say? You can do it! Right? <laughs> uh, uh, this podcast would be better if I talked and you just occasionally said that. Right. And so now we're saying it's the new ending to Buried is Rob Schneider inspires him so much he pushes his way out of a coffin yeah. that's buried. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Would watch. Yeah, well, there you go. What do you think? Um, I'm basically getting as much bang for a buck as possible here. Because think about Marvel, right? They've gone into other dimensions and they've gone into the universe now. Guardians of the Galaxy, that's taking place all over space. Doctor Strange, I couldn't even tell you where that was. There was a bit where I was in someone's eye. Here, all I need is a phone booth, I need a coffin, I need an abandoned warehouse. And you've got a fucking cinematic universe. I'm, I'm, I'm keen. I'm not sure it's the winner this week. No. I yeah. think there's been some Not great... enough Rob Schneider? Or... <laughs> no, not enough dogs reincarnated <laughs> from uh, reggae superstars for my liking. Look, if Marley and me had been situated entirely in a kennel, if Bob Marley and me had taken place entirely in a kennel... Technically, Bob Marley's trapped inside a dog. Well, there you go. <laughs> no. All right, I'm, look, I, I'm happy to take Bob Marley and me off the table. I'm not. But I also think, <laughs> I think we should take the confined cinematic universe off the table as well. What you got? I like Doctor Do- Dooniverse. 
but I think I think the one that we take to Hollywood and get funding for is the Adam Sandler Cinematic Universe. The Adam Sandler Cinematic Universe. Right. That's it, John. That's all we've got time for. Uh, as the studio we are occupying is being booked by someone else. In fact, John, hello. I think that might be them now. Come in. Who is it, Joel? Jolene, 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 Dolly. It's Dolly. It's Dolly Parton. What's your podcast about, Dolly? It, why there, John? <laughs> Thanks so much for asking me what my. Well, this here part, what's a, that I'm recording is uh, about, um, it's mostly about global warming. Yeah, yeah, she's big on it. She hates it. What? But I'm not going to tell you which angle, <laughs> because you'll have to listen. <laughs> I'd love I, I if she's a... You'll be surprised. <laughs> I'd love it if she's a climate change tonight, and she decides to do a podcast about it. <laughs> So anyway, that's why we've got to get out because Dolly's got some <laughs> shit to say. Uh, anyway, that's that. Thank you for listening. Thank you, John. Thank you. You can find us on all of the social medias. Uh, search for the Dream Factory. You can email us. John, what's the email address? Uh, dreamfactorypod at gmail.com. Wicked. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Five stars would be my suggestion. Uh, I would suggest six, but it's not possible. And um, when you review us on iTunes, as your review for the text, leave the name of a fictional film and we'll bloody well riff on it. Cheers. See you later, John. See you later, John. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.